Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. If you don't know what the scientific method is, you do now. We're talking Roswell, New Mexico, season one, episode three, all things Roswell on this after show right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. That's right. You're tearing up my heart. That's the name of this episode, so we have to begin with this. You're getting a little too much into it right there. We're talking all things Roswell, New Mexico, uh, season one, episode three, tearing up my heart. And if you don't know anything about Roswell, New Mexico, you have come to the right place. I am Tehran. I will be hosting the show as we get into the overall thoughts, alien powers, investigations, the relationships between the various, there's so many relationships that go on, social commentary, of course, because it is a CW show, and the truth. We finally find out the truth, or do we? We also have a special segment where we decide which scene spoke to your soul and our special predictions coming up right now. I am joined by a panel of Roswell, New Mexico experts. To the left, I have my man, Jay. Him. Or we should dancing. call you Chad. Uh, we can call me Chad or Who names Justin. Kid Chad? Or yeah, I don't know. Exactly. And of course, Mr. George Corey is in the building. Back in the house. I think they could call me GK now. GK is in the GK house. That's right. I made the Chad reference because of the concept, the conversation that they had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So All I'm right. hoping got, you caught I on caught to it. that. I'm it. sure the people at no home No one wants did. to name their kid Chad, so... No one wants to name. No. Why do people name their kid, their kid Chad? You know, I think that was a little bit of a, a stab at a... a at the uh, Dawson's Creek, or what, what show is the Chad guy on? The Chad, I don't remember, but mate, perhaps the writer had an ex who hooked up with a Chad. There's a Chad on The Bachelor. There was no, one. No, no, there was a <laughs> Chad. There was a guy named Chad who was like on every CW show. Steph Sabra is in the booth. Steph, do you remember the Chad guy that was in like every show? Um, his no. name was like Chad <laughs> something. Anyway, as we get to that, I would love to know your overall thoughts on this episode. My thoughts are there were too many plot twists, although I appreciated them before, and they were inconclusive, so I'm a little confused. I liked it. We get more stuff. We get more angles. We get more relationships. What's bad about that? Just knocked me off my my inner chi. Get back on it. Yeah, get back on it, because I thought this was a great episode. It moved the plot line forward a lot faster than the first two. It was a lot more direct and to the point. I do still think we got that same... Uh, situation where we had three endings or four endings that we could have stopped the show at any point. That's and their thing. Going. They're just going to keep on doing that. That is their thing. Yeah. It's because there's so many plot points that go on in the show that it has to get there. I really like the interaction of Max and Isabel on this episode because it was such a dynamic one. It, it was full of emotion. It was so hard. And that's actually where I think the tearing up my heart scenario comes to play you would think it's liz and max this that i think it's max and uh isabel which we'll get into when we discuss relationships let's talk alien powers we learned a little more about their alien powers max's power isabel's power and i feel like we got a little feel in the preview of next episode of of michael's power what do you think about these alien powers that they displayed 
isn't Max like the Hulk now or, or Thor, I, I guess, without a hammer <laughs> when he hits the ground, everything goes out. Damn, the guy's got some power to him, right? I mean, he can take some lights out in the whole area and he's not to mess with. Only nail polish will take it down. So, Which we still need to figure out what's going on there. For me, I felt Isabel was demystified this episode. We saw weakness in her attempting her power when all along I thought Isabel was this was the indestructible one who could just do anything. Yeah, but they explained what the acetone was. It heals them. So it doesn't make them it, it doesn't it actually it doesn't even heal them. It makes them not feel pain. And that was the whole concept. It's it's something that happens in plants and it seems like they have a plant-based type situation as an alien life form so they explain vegetarian are we gonna find that out next la diet i mean i don't know about their specific diets but if there's situations with like things like chloroform or anything of that nature where we just have an idea of what who they are and what they are because they are Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline alien creatures but that power of of electrostatic energy that that he displayed max evans displayed the end power was a very huge it knocked out all the lights in the town yeah like went through the ground into the earth's crust and carried over we don't know how far away maybe all the way to denver you know where (laughs) Where diego Diego lives yeah i I don't know if it it just seems that it was a very effective explosion george when you saw that did you know that max was going to be that powerful i did i assumed if you could save someone's life after they're being shot by a bullet that they could be that powerful and also it spoke to what liz said she foreshadowed a little bit saying his powers can heal but they could also hurt and here we just saw a whole but town that powerful like superhero po- this is like marvel superhero powerful like that's what it looked to me like you really thought that all i did on? i did okay because um, as you know well i'm predominantly team max this episode clearly kind of shifted things a little bit but as you saw, you always see max almost holding back his power and that led me to knowing that there's something much greater here well, we see that he's able to control electromagnetic energies. To a, He gets mad, and when he gets mad, he kind of loses power. And that's the concept is uh, when he does get upset, he, he loses his power, and, and it affects the things around him. It even hurts Liz at one point where I feel like Liz pushed it to do so. I felt like Liz was actually trying to test his powers. Did oh, yeah. She's been same? testing him in a lot of ways, mentally and physically in a lot of ways. She's just been pushing his buttons. I feel that's been going on. I think now since the end of last episode, when she kind of found out that whole thing, she's been pushing him. Yeah, but as far as the powers go, him being able to create like an explosion on the side and hurting Liz, how did you think you felt about that? It was more of a reaction to me. I don't think, again, he intended to hurt Liz. From what I saw, it was a lie detector test of some sort. And her whole arm burned, basically. It, was just like, it wasn't a lie detector test. It was like an EKG. Yeah. So it was testing just, it was a form of te- testing his heart rate, his pl- pressures, his, his vital systems. And I was wondering why he was accepting that. Was he genuinely concerned about his health? Or did he not have a hunch that 
Liz is now treating her soulmate like a science experiment. Sure, and we will definitely get to the investigation part as well. But as far as the powers go, when he did that, you said it was not inadvertent? Yeah, it was inadvertent? And, and, and that's, again, why I think he's more powerful than we know. It was inadvertent, and it was just a byproduct of a natural reaction he had. He's so strong and powerful that this electricity flows through him in the rest of his environment that sometimes it's just simply uncontrollable. It's I don't too know much power, power for him. Uh, it's I think too much giving, power for one. There's the, giving him too much power, literally, now to the point where he can destroy areas and he can take out lights and neighbor. Like, that is too much power for a show that you're not feuding or having, like, superhero monsters that you're going against. He no one need that man power. should have all yeah. that power. Hell uh, no. Isabel's power, we touched on as well. Isabel seemed to have this mind control. Yes. And do you think Max is aware of Isabel's power? I do, and a part of me suspects that Max may have had something to do with the interference. So as she was trying to mind control Liz, we saw Rosa pop up, and a part of me thought is, hey, is Max aware of this, and is he, like, using his powers to infiltrate his Isabel's powers? They have to know each other's powers, right? I mean, they've been together for so long, he's her person, so I'm sure he would know and vice versa what their power... It's like Professor X, or Jean Grey, in an X-Men reference, and, and, and enter anyone, Cyclops or something. They know each other's powers. They're kind of mutants in a way. We did not know they're going to have that many superpowers. It's just kind of almost overwhelming in a sense, unnecessary for the show. But if you had watched the original show, you would have realized that the aliens in that show also had powers. So the alien reference of powers is something that is not new to Roswell, New Mexico. What is very new is the fact that Isabel failed in her attempt to control Liz or suggest because it didn't seem as if she had the power to control. It was just a suggestion. Something we've seen in shows like the originals where the vampires are able to compel their their prey. So do you feel that her not being successful in her attempt is a weakness on her part or a strength on Liz's? I think it's underestimating Liz's control over everyone, kind of. I mean, she has this human element to her and i think they might be underestimating her the power she has the manipulation in a way that she has over max and maybe now isabel liz is determined she's so determined that her human powers are almost escalating to almost compete with the alien powers when someone's that determined to do something in her case she's so determined to bring justice to her sister rosa that she's not going to let anything get in the way that's interesting. I disagree with both of you. I actually think it's the power of two things. First, guilt on Isabel's part. Somehow, Isabel's tied to the whole Rose's death thing. That's number one. Yeah. Number two, I also think it's her sending Liz away in the first place. And three, realizing that Liz actually does love Max so much. The power of love, as we have seen in Harry Potter, making it another pop culture reference, is the most powerful one of all. And I think that that love is what is interfering. And was not Max at it, all. Is it genuine love? I mean, we are seeing a lot from Liz that... Is she lying to herself that she doesn't love him? But then there's also things that suggest that she might not. You know, that she treats him more as a way, as a means to get to the truth of Rosa. So but, is it real love? But is it we that still strong? see she's always saying, I, 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 I suspect him of the murder, but I have this thing for him. And then we catch Isabel slipping, saying, I think they have something... Sp- they have something genuine, something... She's alluding to a power that's more powerful than love. It's something that's very different than she's seen or something she wasn't even aware of as she explains it to Noah at the end of the scene where she's like, I think he's found love and he's been unhappy this whole time. 
and she feels like it was her fault. Completely. She sees Max with this opportunity to fill this void that she's been living with her whole life. She hasn't been, Isabel hasn't been able to be upfront with Noah about her real situation. Sure. Now she sees Max having this transparency with a purely human and a connection that now seems undeniable. And she's almost growing in admiration for that. And that was part of the revelation. And I do agree with you that when she kind of held back while she was trying to mind control Liz, part of it was guilt and part of it could have, could have been this epitome that, oh my gosh, this is real. I need to respect this. I need to respect it. It might be. And then we're still not sure about Michael's power. We saw something where he was able to, uh, he was he was strong enough that he kicked the Jeep up in the air in the preview for the next season. But we aren't sure. I'm sure we'll get a lot more of that. And the next chat, episode. I, was, I don't think we're, we're not sure about a next season. Yet, exactly. Yet. Oh, we'll see. But next episode, we'll make it happen. The chat I was referring to was Chad Michael Murray, ah, that's who right. was in Dawson's Creek and Gilmore Girls. He was all over the CW. It's One like, Tree yeah, Hill. Yeah. One Tree Hill. Chad. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He had his own show and it was a whole thing. Uh, that's the Chad. But George has a message for all the Chads out there. Yes, I do. Chads and everyone else. Hey, guys, before we move on to our next topic, we just wanted to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. For us to continue to grow, we could use your help. If you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, please give a five-star rating. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation. Being a part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to all of us, and we truly appreciate you supporting us and doing what we love. Don't forget to tell your friends and keep enjoying our shows. I appreciate each and every one of you and each and every one of your comments. Please keep commenting below. And if you're on iTunes, don't forget to rate, share, and subscribe. We appreciate you because the panel isn't just us. It's all of you at home as well. Let's talk some investigations because I feel that we had two investigations going on simultaneously. On one hand, we had Liz's investigation into Max and the murder of her sister Rosa. At the same time, we also had an investigation of Kyle as he investigates his father's records and the legacy that he supposedly has starting off with rosa's investigation who the hell understands what it means or what is going on first of all when she starts like starts out the episode going with all these formulas and the all scientific the, method yeah, and she specifically oh man, come says, on eliminate all personal bias and outside influence observation the mark on rosa's corpse the handprint on rosa's corpse which develops a little after her death max evans lied about last time prediction his ability to manipulate electromagnetic energy is a power to heal and harm. And finally, hypothesis, Max Evans killed Rosa. And she begins to investigate this. Could have done it so much easier and just said it in a few less words. That's for sure. I, I got lost on that. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I'm not, I don't care. Let me just say this. With seeing what Liz did here. Lemax, which is Liz and Max, is now it's it's over for me. That's a nickname. Lemax, <laughs> he's shipping it. Lemax is over for me. To treat your loved one like a science experiment, and I respect your scientific approach. I expect I respect your background in your career, but to use this on someone who you apparently love. It's we don't know that. It's completely wrong. I believe in Liz's love for Max and vice versa. Let's discuss this investigation. What did you think about the investigation overall? Was it justified? I guess. I mean, she wants some answers, right? So she's going to poke the, the beast in a way and find out what she can. I mean, she's got two different motives here. She needs to get to the Rosa's truth, and she's trying to salvage some sort of connection with him at the same time. 
So it's treading water in a way, but she still has that mission of obtaining. Unlike Max, who just has eyes for her, she's got other alternative motives. She has ulterior motives that yeah. you think go beyond the investigation of her sister's death. Yeah. The only justifiable, justifiable factor I find in destructing Lamax is the fact that Max, in fact, lied to Liz. And to me, that was her path to justify doing this science experiment. On Max, the fact that she now knows he lied about what if the he last didn't? Time. I mean, what if what if he didn't lie? I think it still would have happened. She she does basically say that he did lie about the last time he saw Rosa, and yes, it eventually would have ha- had to happen. And the nature that it's happening, I don't like the the deception factor, the fact that she's willing to almost manipulate him and put up this face. But that's how I've an been, investigation I've been occurs, telling right? you guys, Liz ain't what you guys think she is, man. She's a manipulator. She's got game to her. She's she's not that nice girl that But that's how investigations happen, right? So when an investigation happens, it's not like they come out and just say, hey, we're investigating you. They surveil. They do surveillance. They pay attention. They gather clues. Everything that Liz did, and you both think that she's unjustified in investigating the murder or potential murder of her sister? You know what? If you feel that strongly about it, be straight up with Max. Why? Because you owe that to your... For what? Well, she doesn't owe him she anything. Owes what? She yeah. owes it to her character. Her character seems to be, to me at least, I know maybe not to Jim, okay, Jim? But to me. But to me, she seems she strikes me as an authentic person. Have you ever watched a cop show? So do the cops just go, hey, man, did you kill Mike? And they're just like... <gasps> Yes, I did. How did you know? That's not how investigations well, you know go. That's that's the detective's job, not the cop's job. The cop's job is to keep people safe and enforce the law. Sure, but that's law. just semantics. The concept is anyone investigating a murder would walk up to someone and never just be like, I think you murdered them, and that person just give up the fact. That that would discredit every single... True, but if she... If detective she, show. Yes, but there's kind of this dichotomy happening here because she... To me, loves Max, but we don't and know also that she loves, loves her but sister. Let, he's saying yeah. to him, you know, okay. she, stop. To me, she loves Max, sure, and she also loves her sister. And I see her stuck in between. And what makes it more difficult is that Rosa is no longer here, but Max is. So that's the best way to investigate is to convey this scientific method that she has out, which is to eliminate all personal bias and outside influence. And she does find clues. We see the hearts that Rosa leaves on everything that's her place. And of course, we see this uh, CD, this mixtape that Rosa has, where we have a list of songs. Here in your bedroom, Pony, Under the Bridge, Small Town, Saturday Night, Blue Flower, Creep, Number 7, We Could Not Read, Take Me to the River, End of the Road, Iris, Bills, 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 Every Morning, Crossroads by Bone Thugs and Harmony, and each one represents a place that Rosa visited or kept secrets at. And we see this as she goes under the bridge and finds the first clue, uh, which is, Dear Rosa, you will never be alone, Orpheicus. I still want to know who Orpheicus is. I have no clue at this point. We learned that Orpheicus is the 13th symbol of the Zodiac, which is a very controversial situation because we do have 12 that we all subscribe to for the most part correct but technically as we've discerned there are 13 and this is the problem and they rotate based on a calendar the best thing about this is the playlist it's a good playlist uh, you got some goo goo dolls you got tlc rest of this stuff doesn't it feel like an escape room like a like they're trying to do an escape room That's with all these clues and everything but why is she 
it took all these years, and it's not like she hid things. Like we learned in Roswell, everything you can find if you just give an effort to look for it. Doors are just hiding major secrets, but why would she do that? Did she really think and that all these years later someone would discover this, that that's her sister and no one else would come across and be like, what is this? Or sure. just find a, a lot piece? of times the best clues yeah. are the ones kept with the people closest to you. No one knew Rosa the way Liz did, or at least the way Maria did, as we see, because that's the best friend. So these clues were left unharmed, and they were there. We saw... A clue also given when Rosa snuck out with the eyeliner, and we found this love letter that was from Max that ends up being part of that truth that's told. But this investigation actually revealed a lot of things about who Rosa was. So it wasn't it wasn't a harmless investigation, and it wasn't a pointless investigation. We actually learned a lot about Rosa's character, and each clue did lead to something. They found things that were unfound before that, hence why they were still there in place. But so far, to me, how meaningful are the things that were found? If uh, in the end that Max debunked this letter and it wasn't in fact about Rosa, then what what did we really learn? We learned a lot about what Rosa's doing, right? Or at least we're on the path. Well, who she was more so. Sure. Like, okay, she smoked pot and she had a wild streak. She would go out at night meeting some guy, which that might be a clue later on who maybe that guy is we don't know that technically yet but you just got to get to more to her personality i don't know if there's like a major major reveal through all these i have clues. a question exactly. do you have any siblings yeah okay so let's assume god forbid one of them's murdered you wouldn't go through their stuff in their room to see who they i'm were? sure anyone would do that well that's what Ro- that's what liz is doing right except her room now turns out to be the, the town of, of of roswell new mexico yeah well that's her purpose for being there and that's what i'm saying yeah, so while it seems that you guys don't understand the point of the investigation totally makes sense it's a comprehensive investigation and she's finding things out and she has a suspect and that's the way to vet out a suspect is to investigate them on the flip side we also have kyle we have Kyle's investigation of his father, and that's a very good investigation, too, because he is being manipulated by Sergeant Maines, who brings soldier out... Soldier Kyle. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. Kyle is not a soldier. He is a right. doctor, and, and Sergeant Maines, and Master Sergeant Maines says you can either participate because it is your legacy or because you are afraid of what the government can do to you. Mm, and what can the government do to him? Like, what... what well, they just, like take him away somewhere and never to be heard and found again? Is that what's at stake (laughs) here? Jim, if white privilege wasn't such a strong element in what you just said... You know what my question is? Is what can the government do? Well, what did the government do to Rosa? What I think is that we're leading up to something where Rosa may have known... That's why the clues are left the way that they are. She might have known something she wasn't supposed to know. And, And what I'm starting to see is... When Max tells his truth, I I stopped believing Max throughout the episode. But in the end, when he twisted that letter, I actually then, again, which is why I'm so mind blown over this episode and confused and lost. I then started believing Max again. And I think that Maine is giving a real threat to Kyle. He is. Kyle doesn't appear to see the extent of what can happen, especially with the way that he settled it and said, we're square now. I don't think he's square, and there's more to happen. Well, not Maine's not square, but Kyle is, and my guy's showing a righteous side again. You know, you guys were kind of thinking that he's the bad guy, and we 
all debated in a sense, but he's becoming, in this episode at least, we saw a side of Kyle that's really righteous, more so than anyone else, I felt, in this episode. Kyle's trying to do the right thing. He's honoring this whole deal that they did, but with the devil, basically, but he doesn't want to stay on with that. And he was pretty honest about the whole love pretty triangle. Pretty honest? He stole his mama's keys. Yeah, but then he fessed up, too. I mean, that's it's a She small... didn't fess up. She figured it out, and he handed them back over. Yeah, and then she he explained the it. She is sheriff deputy. Like, she is the sheriff of the town. Like, if anyone should figure it out, it should be her. Totally. The investigation led Kyle into his past. He learned certain pieces of information. Number one, he learned that his father was and Master Sergeant... Mains were not friends, as Mains has led them to believe, and that legacy didn't exist in the way at least Mains is trying to portray it. Secondly, to a list of uh, a number of letters that the uh, Valenti Sr. sent Kyle or the family during his his impending death, where he was going, he was a little out of it, he wasn't in his right state of mind, and he started possibly spilling the truth. And Kyle hands finds these letters. Of course, with the stealing of the keys and going through the old stuff, and his mother tries to have him leave it alone. And in this course of the investigation, he hands these letters over to Master Sergeant Maines. Did you think he did the right thing, handing over the letters? In his character's point of view, he did. Because he just wanted... For him, getting Rosa's information was apparently more important than this letter because he doesn't probably understand what it means fully. He knows it's from his father. There's some significance, but he needed that immediate thing from Rosa's data. to. So he's just squaring away because he doesn't want to be involved in this situation with him. So he's doing the right thing that he thinks of. It might burn him later. What are you pointing about Rosa's dad? I don't understand. No, data from Rosa. Oh, her data. Okay. Yeah. I, I saw, thought you said her dad, and I was like, yeah, I "Well, he's still in the shot. I mean, yeah. he's working." I saw something much beneath the surface when he handed Maine the letters. If you look at the letters, they're these crazy-looking graphs. I didn't understand the illustrations myself. I think that Kyle needs Maine's to transcribe those letters, and he knows that he doesn't understand what's there. And in a way, he gives. Mains those letters because he needs to understand what they are, and he's probably the only one who could read them. See, I actually disagree on that episode uh, and point two, and I'll explain why. Because it seems that Kyle's walking away from Mains. He's done. He says, here it is, and I'm done. It actually felt like Kyle didn't go over the letters or the graphs himself at all. It literally felt like he handed him a, yep. a folder of things. But I will say this on his behalf: it looked like copies, and I, he might have kept a copy for himself. Well, well we Did saw him take pictures? photos. Yeah, we saw our first sure. cell phone <laughs> on the episode. So I believe he took the photos. Sure, and he, he wants the to decipher back, them all. Them. Exactly, yep. and so he has a whole set of it for himself. But it looked—I felt like he had printed it out. He's ready to go over it himself. So he just handed it over blankly to Master Sergeant Mains, which I do think I is going to be it's a bluff. I think it's a bluff, Teron. I think he walked away knowing that Mains is going to end up coming back, and when he does come back and want something, he's going to say, hey, Mains, tell me what it said there. I don't think he's that deep into it yet. There's not that much indication that he's that into this case. He's more focused on the Rosa thing and Max thing instead of this. He's curious about it, but I don't think he's that deeply involved yet at least. Well, we're going to find out because this is an ongoing plot, plot line and it looks good. Let's get into some relationships that are on the show. So, 
obviously the biggest relationship is Max and Liz. Lemax. Lemax, as we like to call that it. over for now. Or Maxley. Are we still team Max and Liz? Are we still team Lemax? When Max was treated like an, a science experiment, I was off Lemax. I'm off. But then you came back like 20 I, minutes I later. I came back in, through the lens of Isabel. Isabel seeing that there is a connection, a possible connection, a transparent connection between an alien and a human. So what inadvertently happened is I'm more inspired to be Team Isabel Noah now. And I want them to share that beautiful bond that I thought Lamex shared. There's nothing beautiful about that. So you're clearly against them. Do you think Max and Liz actually love each other? Not love. I think there's feelings that have been hidden or <coughs> suppressed. I don't think there's this strong indication... From Max's side, sure. I think it's pent up, and he's trying to hold it in, but he can't. Like I said, Liz has got some game. She manipulates her way things. I don't think someone that could be that manipulative in a sense would have that much love. She would spill it out. She would let it go. She wouldn't be able to keep her kind of mischievous, scheming ways that she's doing. I, I don't think it's mutual, man. I just don't. And There's something with Kyle still. My guy still got a chance in this whole triangle, as he called it. She's not all in. She's just not. Jim, but did you hear how Liz talked about her own fiancé? There is no oh, connection. Oh, clearly there's no connection there. Is there. No connection. Agreed. But we well, Dia goes out. She left him. Yeah, she show. left He's him. In Denver. That dude's and getting screwed right is, there. I'm sure he'll come back later. We'll see what happens. And, but And my point is, although there may be fiancés floating around make-out sessions outside the pony, there is a different way that she speaks about Max. But she trusts Kyle because she told him about it. He was there when she uttered Max's name and she's still kind of going around with him, right? They're discussing certain things. She feels discomfort with Kyle and she shares it with him. So if she didn't, she, if he was some just random guy, she well, wouldn't be. I guess we're going to have to find, find out. I do know that she does trust Kyle. She has Definitely confided in him. Yep. Let's talk Max and Jenna. Cameron, Cam, as he calls her. Uh, we see them go on a date. Are we shipping that? Max Cam. Very bold move for the way Max just shut down Kyle with, I have a date. And as Kyle was there to almost battle Max for Liz, he walks away and brings up Cam. And that was very telling for me that, A, is he trying to shake Kyle off, or B, in that moment, was Max also off the Lemax himself? Yeah, he's got a thing for her. And we off found the out, Lemax. We found out he's got a thing for her because she's almost the one that's trying the whole no strings attached, right? Because she's almost, when they were talking, he's like, well, is this going to kind of end up at, you know, what, at my place? And then he's like, no, let's go on a real date. So he's the one putting effort here with her to maybe take it further. Is he that was a surprise, I'd say, because I didn't think so she was the one that was So are we shipping putting... Max and Jenna Cameron or no? I think that's a thing. I, I'm thinking this is a possibility. They clearly have history. Cam yep. clearly likes Max. I don't know if Max likes Cam as much. Max Cam is possible. possible. I like that sound. Better. Okay, we'll Max see. Cam. Alex and Michael, relationships. Oh, he slept one. over. Alex slept over. Got a little freaked out when he... So that answered a question we brought up last week. Does everyone know about Alex? Clearly they don't. Not even Isabel is supposed to know. Father kind of knows or has not a suspicion. That was a revealing moment for me when Alex asked his father, are you ashamed of me? And I thought he was going to bring up some something about his sexual orientation. 
But then he actually just simply brought up the fact that Michael's a criminal and he doesn't belong with him because he's a purple heart, et cetera, et cetera. And so... Or around him, maybe or, not with or him. Or around him. So I don't yeah. know for sure if he knows. What I do know is I'm a little bit hurt by seeing the two of those gentlemen fall apart because they were my hope for the strongest bond on this show after I realized that Lamax was crumbling. I thought that they would be the true love of the show and now we're seeing they could still have true love, but we're seeing them be ripped apart. To this is a lover's quarrel that just ends in like makeout sessions and hookups. There's I don't I mean there's history there, but is there substance there? That's the thing. There's, That's a good question. That is, is a good question. Let's go, Isabel and Noah. Noah being Isabel's husband. How's that relationship look? <laughs> Noah, man. First of all. That dude does not belong in Roswell, New Mexico. You see how he's all dressed preppy? He looks like he's like a banker from New York City or something. I'm wondering how he ended up there, first of all. Second of all, that dude cannot be this nice. There's no way. There's got to be some shady side of him. I'm telling you, there's like he's making these elaborate dates for her, and she hasn't even given him reasons to do so, right? Because she's always skipping out on him besides hooking up or, you know, giving him that that portion but he's not getting any love and when she said that max is my person and he says oh you're my person what a sucker man come on like you need to let her give you more for her to kind of earn this affection and adoration that you're giving her can we speak about this max is my person i thought they were brother and sister yeah but but she has this love and like he's the priority in her life that sort of sense like she will drop her man to go whenever Max needs her, right? Or that is, sort of thing. Or is that the decoy or the disguise for the fact that they're aliens and they're doing things? She's just saying, Part oh, of it. I have a bond. And she makes it more about his relationship <laughs> and his feelings than she does with the real stuff that's actually happening. And I almost saw that as a cover-up. Well, I think Isabel, and we're going to talk about Isabel and Max because I'll ship that as a relationship as well, especially after this episode. But Noah is a nice guy, clearly loves Isabel. Isabel loves Noah but I don't know how much she's in love with Noah. Yeah, not, not enough. Noah's clearly in love. She wants Isabel, to be in love. Isabel is in love with Max. And when I say that, I mean she clearly has an affinity with Max because he's her brother, but is also much more than that, as we see in this episode, mm -hmm. where the concept is Michael throws it out and says, you're just mad because you're no longer his number one. You're not mm -hmm. the number one priority. That's why all of a sudden mind wiping her and making her do stuff you want to is a good idea. When I told you, it was horrible. So she's jealous. Isabel's actually jealous of Liz. Interesting, which makes me wonder, just because you're born in these eggs and they were Yeah, are they really other, related? Are, are they really related or are they just the same species? I don't know if this is a Game of Thrones situation. However, there is a situation where there are times where there, a mom can get jealous of a, uh, their son's lover. And it's not a sexual jealousy. It's a priority jealousy where I'm no longer number one in your life. And I'm used to being number one all the time. Correct. And what we see happening is in the beginning of the episode, Isabel was this voice of reason. I'm going to shut Liz down. And in the end, she almost retreated after the failed mind read. And I don't want her to confuse what loving Max means. What loving Max means if she does care about him this much is to protect their identities and protect their safety and now we're seeing her give in out of her care for max which makes me think if she's wavering on that there must be great emotions for max and i'm gonna have to agree with you on the person. i'm shipping Izzo max let's go Izzo with max. the truths we hear we hear two truths on this one the first truth is kyle's finding out that 
his father wasn't a legacy to this Master Sergeant Maines' scenario. But the other big revelation truth is we did get Liz ask Max directly. I believe you murdered my sister. And and here's the letter that's proof, this love letter. And Max has an entire explanation. Does the best situation defusing you could possibly oh, do. Man. Drops the mic, walks away, and sounds very credible. Do Hold you believe up. Max about the letter? He no. No. I mean he just that is that is a good speech. Like that is something to write down uh, for someone whoever wants to use it out there. That's a typical diffusing situation. And she just left there standing and he walks away. She had nothing to say speechless. He took that one and owned it. Not in the sense of admitting anything, but man, that was a power move I've not seen him do. So I give him props for the first time. George, do you believe power him? move if Max? He, he's he manipulates energy. He's not a poet. He's not a poet. I don't think you could make something up like that that fast and that articulately on the spot when someone just reads a letter. He didn't know she found the letter. She read it, and he had this automatic answer. I don't think it's in Max to make it up on the spot. So you don't think Max can lie? I don't think he's lying in this situation. Because he's been lying he's about been being lying an alien the whole time. Yeah. Is it true that he feels possibly guilty for being there the night Rosa went off and not yes. stopping her. Yes, and that's what he lied about, and now he confessed. He told the truth. He's telling the truth. We don't know. Maybe he had a thing with Rosa, right? I feel like they definitely pushed the plot forward as they gave us this reveal three episodes in. I was expecting it to take much longer. It was a very good episode overall. Let's get right into our special segment where we decide of a scene that touches our soul. Scene, segment, soul. George. What touched my soul is when Kyle was questioning Liz about her love for Max. And, she, and he said, is it because he's tall? <laughs> that's so real. <laughs> that's a real. Because to me, I was like, oh, man, that's something you just can't help if you're not tall. And luckily, I was born tall, so I never had that feeling. But I really empathize with him. Wow, that's like something you can't really work around unless you've got some nice heels or something. And I felt I saw Kyle, who's appears to be powerful on the surface in this powerless moment, and I've had these powerless moments in my life, and that's what resonated with me. The things you can't change. Well, I don't know because I'm not short. Let's go, Jim. <laughs> ah, what resonated? I mean, I l listen, Cam and Max in the car, Liz comes and interrupts, and he leaves. Like, you know what? She interrupts the situation and it ended. <sighs> I'll give him credit for that, you know, because it could have been like, we'll talk about this later. He was right there about to receive <laughs> a gift and he gave it up. A like gift, but the truest gift is love. The real love that Max feels for Liz, even though you deny it. And I think my favorite scene is Max explaining the letter and having such a plausible, realistic explanation. I don't know if I fully believe him, but I believe him enough. If you don't believe him, or if you do, we would love to hear about it in the comments below. Let us know what you think about the episode, and more importantly, was Max telling the truth? That's a huge epitome into the episode uh, of it's the third episode. Like We got yeah. so much. We're moving we so fast. We are moving so fast. Let's jump right into predictions. Predictions. Jim. And now I predict that Cam and Max will have a deeper storyline together, and you will see now the separation with Kyle and Liz really becoming a stronghold here and her trusting him with everything. 
I'm going to stick to what I said. I believe that Kyle is going to use Maine to decode these letters. And he's going to find a dog in this fight when he sees something about his father's involvement. He doesn't think there is now. There was more involvement than he perceives. And I see Kyle getting on Maine's side of the investigation. I see Max maintaining the truth because he didn't make up that letter. And he did. His guilt is stemming from leaving Rosa's side. And I think that Rosa was killed by the government. And we're going to find that out. Well, my predictions are Diego is not out of the picture. Rosa, uh, Liz has not stopped the investigation. The handprint came from one of the other siblings. Max was telling the truth. And that Kyle has not stopped his investigation either. We will find out more all together in the upcoming weeks right here at Roswell, New Mexico at AfterBuzz TV, the after show. And we're on fire. George, where can people find you if you want to be found? Find me at Mr. George Corey on all social media platforms. Sir, on spell the last name. That's K-H-O-U-R-I. Jim? You can find me on all social media at the Jim Alexander and on the wrestling after show something to wrestle after. That's right, and that's Alexander like the great. And of course, I am Tehran. Literally, I am Tehran all across the board. I A M T E H R A N. Find me, and I'm on a variety of after buzz after shows, hosting, paneling, and doing all the above. Appreciate each and every one of you. See you next week. Same Roswell time, same Roswell channel. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 